0: Just lose your doubt It's time to shout what you're about Yes, you're coming out Hey, everyone. My name is Nate Wiseband. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Gay Card. And today on the show, I'm talking to Michael Osborne, who is an actor and recently just created, wrote, directed, starred in uh, a short film called Silver Lake Afternoon uh, about his experience coming out. Later in life, around age thirty three and his first grinder experience, which happened shortly after that um, I saw it it 's a great film, um, and we talk a lot about uh, his life and his experience and and what it was like suppressing those feelings uh, for so long, and what he did to manage that depression and uh, It was a great, just very deep, honest conversation and uh, i 'm really excited to be able to share it with everybody so um, Um, here is my conversation with michael osborne enjoy let's because your film has um deals with sort of like someone kind of coming out and experiencing things for the first time like do you want to talk a little bit about why you wanted that to be the subject of yeah uh, totally
1: totally um well
0: because it's say as much as you can without like giving it away or or... sure.
1: Right. Um, well it's, I mean, I kind of have to give it away, but it won't give away like what happens throughout. But the premise is that, you know, this guy who's in his early thirties is going on grinder for the first time and meeting up with a guy for the first time. And that was what happened to me like a couple years ago. So I'd only been with women and I dated women and, you know, I just kind of had lived this life thinking, okay, like, I'm not into guys cause it was so repressed. Mm-hmm. And then I went through this, like I went through a lot of therapy, I went through like meditation, like all this, a lot of ways of coping with my depression mm-hmm. and like everything that was happening to me. Um, and one night I, you know, got wasted and downloaded grinder and I was like, uh, started talking to these guys, created a profile, like, and it was like earth shattering. Like I was like, you know, my body was like hovering above me. It was like crazy. Mm-hmm. Cause I was 33 already, you know, it was like, I already lived like, and had never, never even made out with the guy. Okay. And wow. grew, grew up in Los Angeles uh-huh. in the Valley. Um, went to a performing arts high school, like did musical theater, went to college for musical theater, like have been an actor the whole time, like have gay friends, you know, like it's just so like the enormity of it was bigger than I could have realized. But so anyway, so I, that's like how I kind of, you know, finally broke the seal like, yeah. of, of my gayness. And like, so I think probably the second guy I hooked up with, he invited me over to his apartment in the middle of the day. And I was like, okay, what are we going to do? You know, like we didn't talk yeah. that much. He seemed fun and whatever. Um and it was in Silver Lake, and it was this, like, cool little apartment, and I, we talked about, like, smoking weed, and I was like, yes, please, that'll make me happy uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I did, and I went there, and it was not a smooth situation, and a lot of things kept happening that were just really weird, and I kept thinking in the back of my head, like, God, this is a really weird experience, mm-hmm. you know, and... Uh, because it was so awkward? Because it was so
0: awkward, because
1: things kept happening, which you see in the short, which should have made me leave. Like, I should have left. Yeah. You know? And, well, yeah, you clearly and,
0: were uncomfortable. And he was like, no, 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 stay. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and, but something in me was like, oh, no, no, no. I want this to happen. Okay. You know, it was like my body was taking over. It's like, it's been too long that you've your brain has been in charge.
0: Do you think it was like a combination of you were into the guy and also you were like, I just need to... Have this, this experience.
1: It was that more than anything. Okay. Because I mean for a while for like the first year that's what it was. Yeah. You know, like hooking up well, with yeah, a guy and then just long. being like, Yeah, exactly. And 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 like the thing is for me, once I came out to myself and was like going through this, even though it took a while before I told other people, yeah. I was like, open the floodgates, like I'm hooking up with guys like you know what I mean? Like I was like, I have no fear, I'll just Fucking do the man to cuss on that? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm just gonna do this. Like, whatever it takes, I'm gonna like, you know, get out there.
0: So, you did you go start going to therapy predominantly because you knew that a lot of your depression focused around the fact that you were in the closet, or was it like you hadn't realized that at that point?
1: <clears throat> um, both. Okay. So when I came out to my therapist she was this really cool lady who was, like, very, um, not new agey, but, like, you know, had, like, a spiritual side to her and, like, just was really cool. And she was like, well, Michael, that's why you came here. And this is after, like, five years of therapy. Okay,
0: okay, you didn't, like, seek a therapist for... um, Yeah,
1: but so, so there was that of, like, to me, it was like, it's a revelation. But then as now I, like, trace back, I see okay I was just hiding that was covering it mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like only dealing with now you know being bullied as a kid and like that I didn't tell yeah. anyone about it like all this stuff you know yeah so at the time like when I went I was just going through a depression I thought because I'd gone through a breakup with this girl we'd lived together for three years oh. we were gonna get married like all this stuff and we broke up and it was really like terrible toxic codependent relationship-. Uh-huh. had to move in with my mom back in the valley. Like I was like an out of work actor, like yeah, couldn't get a job, like all this stuff, you know? And so once I got a job working for Apple, they gave me health insurance and I thought I'm going to go to therapy. Mm -hmm. It just seemed like a dreamy, like cool thing to do, you know, to help myself. Yeah. And then that's what, you know, came out of it.
0: So I think it's interesting that like, even though you grew up, you know, in a, uh, urban city like very accepting with even with gay friends and whatever yeah. it's like you still
1: <clears throat>
0: don't it's like you don't take into account the toll that growing up being bullied or just what you see in media yeah and how that affects a kid like I was actually thinking today when you take sex ex, I was like I, I think it was because I was thinking about the short and I was like well, yeah, like nobody teaches you how to have sex with guys or how to... Yeah. So I was like, when you take sex ed as a kid, you, that's essential. The boys are split up and the girls are split oh, up. Totally. And it's like, you have sex with girls yep. and this is how you do it. Yep. And it's like, so of course you're going to think like, oh shit, I have a gay impulse or I have a an attraction to a man. It's like, that's so wrong. Yeah. So it's like, of course that's... Uh, so hard to break out of that, yeah thinking
1: it is, and to the degree that it really shocks me because I've always been really self reflective and I like to read a lot, and like you know I care about personal growth and like all that mm-hmm. stuff, and um, it's crazy to me that I was able to shove that down so far for that long of my life, you know, yeah. Like, it's, but I was a really sensitive kid and I just took it like any, like as those things kept coming at me, I just felt like something's wrong with me. I gotta not let this be a thing and pre-sexualized, you know? So it's like, apart from actually sleeping with men, it's just right. like I being attracted to men, being wanting to fall in love with a man, yeah. you know, you, ha- you get those feelings when you're a little kid and yeah. you don't know what that is because you don't have a sex drive. Right. So, or like exactly, or like
0: not feeling like, and you know, those are the boys are usually the ones that are bullying you. So it's like, for me, a lot of like all of my friends were girls Mm -hmm. because I felt safe around girls. Right. Girls weren't going to be like you know talking shit to me about being gay. Like that's not what girls do really. Right. Um, but so it's like wanting that closeness with a man, but still not having that. Feeling of like being comfortable or yeah. trusting them to not yeah no way and like turn I'm, on you or... e-
1: exactly and and developing friendships that now you know some of my closest closest friends are gay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, some of my closest friends when I was growing up have turned out to be gay. Oh, and I didn't really get that when we were growing up. I just knew that we both. You know, I'm thinking of one friend in particular, but we both really into illustrating and drawing we'd make comic books and like we'd make jewelry and put on plays uh-huh. and like make perfumes for our moms and like all this stuff right <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then um <laughs> and, and and then later i found out that he was gay and i just thought like oh but didn't take it in you know just yeah. like we were both gay we were like best yeah. little gay friends like how lucky right you know
0: right but it's like oh if only you could like you know how girls um when they have, like, slumber parties or whatever, they talk about boys. It's like, wouldn't that have been so nice to be, like...
1: A part of it. Yeah. Because when I would go to guys' slumber parties, I would, like, tuck up and just, oh, like... Oh, yeah. Be, you know, like a mummy, just, like, hoping that nobody would, like, catch me falling asleep and put toothpaste in my hands or whatever they uh, do, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I guess girls do that stuff, too, to each other, I think. But, you know, boys are just... Not, boys are mean. Brutal.
0: Yeah, boys are mean. Yeah. But... Yeah. Or like you would just sort of go along with it. Like I remember, I still remember the picture. There's a picture of like Jennifer Aniston posing naked that we would look at at every slumber party or whatever Uh, they're called. Sleepovers. Yeah. And I, you like, you're like, Oh, this is what I'm supposed to like. Right.
1: And for me, I think my sexuality is still sort of like mysterious to me in that way because I, would, I always had crushes on girls, but I think it's because I wanted to be their friend. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I was always attracted to the same type, blonde, blue-eyed, like opposite of me, essentially. Mm. And just would like pine after these girls and like, you know, it was always like that, right? And then I think when I got to the point where I was like going to have sex for the first time, it was like, well, I don't know if this is going to happen. And that was like my test. And then it happened and I was great. And I was like, Oh, well, then I don't have to worry about the gay thing. Mm. And then that just helped me to, like, like put it in a box and, like, yeah. see
0: you're it. you're like, I can do it. Yeah. I can, like, be straight and be fine. Yeah, and yeah. That,
1: and that's the thing that's really, that was really confusing for me. Because it's like, oh, I can fall in love, have great sex, have relationships, da 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 Meanwhile, something really deep in the core was like, no, no, no. But I was just not.
0: I wonder how many people that actually happens to like how that actually feel that way. You know what I mean? Yeah because you could have you wouldn't have been happy with it, but you could have continued living your life yeah like that and not being and not coming out.
1: Yeah, because I still had a high sex drive. Yeah and I was still like into it and it was fun.
0: See in college I couldn't I like tried so hard. There were very few girls that I could actually fuck. Mm. Um like functionally yeah 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 and so that's i mean that's how i was like i can't keep i can't keep doing this to myself
1: totally and that's one of the tipping points of how i was able to deal with it but it just happened so much later yeah you know like i was able to whatever cross the wires in a way that like it all worked yeah and then at one point it stopped working and i was dating this girl and i was like what's wrong with me like what's going on and that was the last girl i dated
0: So, um, when you lost your virginity, you already had known at that point that maybe not known for sure, but you were kind of aware that there was, there was something going on in terms of being attracted to men.
1: Yes. I'm, I think that, I think that like going, so I lost my virginity my first week in college, Mm. which is pretty intense. Um, and i was definitely not the aggressor and you know like i just was not sexual i was just like not like it was like pine after you sure be obsessed with you like want to be in love and yeah. like you know i'm like i would be like this poetic romance in my uh-huh. head right but not thinking about sex
0: uh-huh
1: just so inexperienced and just so avoidant of it yeah you know afraid
0: of it yeah, yeah yeah
1: and then had sex and was like wow well, i guess this is, I guess I'm, this is my life. I don't have to worry anymore. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, I thought I was being freed and it's actually the opposite.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're like going deeper in. Yes. Yeah. Totally. yeah. <laughs> Are you, so the point in which you came out to your therapist mm. was that because my therapist from back home was the third person that i told i was like i've got to talk to amy like Uh it was and i was living in new york at this point okay so i was i had to go i was like i need i was also super depressed and like sleeping really late and like it was just not a drinking a lot yeah and so i went back home and um had a few sessions with her but like even coming out to her was tough oh yeah because it's so hard at first to even hear yourself say it. Yes. But like, what was the moment where you knew that you had to tell her? Because I assume she was the first person that you told.
1: She, I'm trying to think. Um, I'm not sure technically if it's her. Or my my friend Max, who okay. who is gay, who I went to high school with, who I like went to college with, even like he's like a dear old friend.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. It was either her or him. But it was both around was the, same the same time. Oh, you know? okay. Wow. Yeah.
0: So you were like, I just, I got to tell someone I got to get this off my yeah, chest.
1: Yeah, and I knew that I had to tell her. Like, I knew that was, like, the right thing to do, mm-hmm. like, for my mental health. Like, yeah. you need to tell your therapist now
0: Yeah, that you're going
1: through this, you know?
0: Otherwise, why the fuck are you paying her?
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so, but that, the weirdest thing about that was I was, like, all prepped to, like, unload and cry. And I thought I was going to have this, you know, tidal wave. And she's just like, Okay. Um, Well, that's why you're here Uh, I don't know if you remember this, Michael But when you came to your first session And we were just getting to know each other One of the things you said was that you felt like You needed to break out of yourself And experience new things With new people And you even said, like, I don't know Maybe I should try hooking up with a guy
0: Oh, and and do you remember that? No Whoa. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That's like your like subconscious, like screaming out for. Screaming
1: out. And funny because the way that therapy works, you know, she, I was like, you've been
0: sitting on this
1: for fucking
0: five years. (laughs) The next week you you weren't like, so did you hook up with a guy yet? Not
1: like encouraging me in that way. Yes, totally.
0: Wow. Yeah. So when you told your friend, Mm -hmm. Max. Yeah. How did that go?
1: It was, um, again, really weird how sort of um, lighthearted he made it. Mm -hmm. But um, I think because he just had always known and, you know, uh, we've been through a lot as friends. And, like, I actually, he lives in New York. And so I was texting him on, like, a Sunday night. And I was like, hey, when you have time someday this week, can we talk on the phone? He called me immediately. So I just feel like he kind of intuitively knew something knew some, was going on, Yeah, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he was That's just, a good friend. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And he, and you could just hear it. And like, it, I don't know if you have this with your mom, but like, when I was growing up, when things were really bad, if I'd call my mom and hear a voice, I'd just be like, oh,
0: "Mom," mm-hmm. you
1: know, like the tears would come. Mm-hmm. So with him, it kind of felt like that. And he was like, Michael, I, I just don't understand. You, you seem really anxious and upset. This is like a cool thing. Like, this is a really great, lovely thing. You have Mm. nothing to feel sad about right now. And I was just like, what? You know, so weirded out by that.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody really said that to me. I wouldn't imagine so. Yeah.
1: Like it's not common.
0: You would think it would be though, like, especially, well, the times aside, like you would think that it would be something like a celebration or a, but yep. it is a very like okay you <laughs> <Yeah>. know like, <laughs> yes which i i hear you <laughs> oh
1: god that is i actually i tried to avoid that as much as possible and coming out to people i was like as i started telling friends like tell everyone you know tell everyone oh
0: you wanted that yes i was oh, like just okay.
1: fucking tell everyone i don't want to have to have this moment with everyone in my life uh-huh. you know and Actually, that friend Max said to me, he's like, you're going to have to come out for the rest of your life. He's like, that's being gay. Like, people are always going to wonder, or they're going to ask you point blank, or they're going to talk about you, or whatever.
0: You do kind of have to, like, make sure if you don't want it to be, um, like, on the back burner in, like, a new friendship or something, you kind of have to slip it in pretty early. Yeah. And it's weird. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, and, and now it's weird because I see people I've known for years and I kind of, I just don't, I just talk about my life. And so inevitably I talk about like guys and, yeah. um, you know, hooking up with them and trying to find a boyfriend and all that stuff. Yeah. And they're like, Oh wait, what? <laughs> you know, like, I didn't know that you were gay. And I was like, uh, yeah. Cause I wasn't quote unquote then, Yeah, you know, was in my straight face.
0: Yeah. Which and lasted they, 33 they, years. they clearly weren't one of the people that yeah. were reached out, yeah. filled in. I would be confiding in them, yeah.
1: It took a while for me to feel any kind of ease about it.
0: Yeah. You know? What were the, some of the ways that you kind of coped with it or, like, tried to... Like, did you go to gay bars? Mm-hmm. Did you...
1: No, I did not. I, I didn't start going to gay bars until I told a couple people that lived here. Because that was the thing. He's one of my best friends. And he's the first, you know, friend I came out to, but he's in New York. Mm-hmm. And right. uh, eventually, after some time, I planned a trip and went to New York for a week and had like a gay Rumspringer uh-huh. thing, um, which I'm doing a storytelling show about in a couple weeks. That's great. Um, Sunday night sex talks at UCB. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, but so before that, I didn't really like. I didn't have all, all my gay friends are coupled up. Like nobody wants to go to bars really. Right. And that's how it is now. You know, and so it's like, it's still kind of like, uh, I don't want to go to a bar by myself. I'm just not that guy. Right. Well, I
0: mean, it, yeah, it's like, plus it's like in your 20s, it's different, you know, yeah. it's like, let's see. But yeah, I've never been, I've never been that guy either. Like you see some someone, people are,
1: you know, I don't know.
0: I was out a couple of weeks ago and I saw somebody standing by themselves and that he was wearing, he looked like a Nazi and he was wearing <sighs> a backpack. Oh, and God. I was like, how did you get in here? Oh my God. Why is it? And my friend hooked up with him, but I was like, oh my God. amazing!" <laughs> I was like, why? <laughs> What's your, like, oh, it was just, it was a very like scary kind of, I was also yeah. a little high, sure, but it sure. was like, uh, yeah. People who go to bars, but I'm not, not judging if it's, no, some people are, some people are very cool about it. Yeah. yeah. I,
1: I'm just not extroverted like that. Yeah. Like I like people, I like to be around them, but I can't. I need some kind of like meet me in the middle sort of situation. Yeah. You got to have you someone know. to
0: talk to. Or <laughs> yeah. Something. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Um, did, was there a point where you started feeling a little bit more at ease being like out? Um, yeah,
1: I think um, like once I had first experiences, like running into a friend while being on a date with a guy, mm-hmm. you know, like just like in life kind of. Things like that. And then coming out at work was a really huge deal for me. Okay. I actually held off on that for a long time because actually people there had kind of made fun of me over the years, like saying that I was gay and it like brought up a lot of, you know, childhood yeah sort of trauma about it. And so I think that was a big thing is that people were always telling me what I was. So I built this wall, this force field of like, well, then I will not be that. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that like was, like, I'm not
0: going to let you define me. Yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. Before I even find it for myself, you're just telling me what I am. I don't even know what that is. Right. You know? Yeah.
0: So it's like, I don't want to give you the satisfaction of being yes. like, I knew it. Yes. That was the worst. That is the worst. Yeah.
1: It still stings. Yeah. You it know? does. It's, and, and I tried telling my closest friends, like, you don't get it. Like it feels embarrassing, especially for waiting that long. It's like, yeah, it's intense.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: And so because it's
0: like, everybody's in the loop about you, but you're You're, not.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I was so afraid of that my whole life. I just didn't even realize what that was doing to me, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And like the weight of that leaving, you know, certainly made it easier. Yeah. Like, even though I was still drinking a lot, smoking a lot of pot, like, you know, going to therapy, doing my thing. Yeah. um, Like immediately joined a gym. <laughs> it was just like I'm now. I'm free to work out and not feel like people judge me for working out too much. <laughs> like all these like ridiculous thoughts, you know? Yeah. It's
0: like oh well, he's he's gay. He's allowed. He's gay. He's, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> I know it's like where do it, it's weird to like come up with where y- where these like thoughts or or stereotypes or whatever started. Yeah, because a lot of it's like only you're thinking about it. Yes, totally. You know? But you're like, no, 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 everybody's going to know that if I turn on this Britney song, <laughs> I, you know, and it's like, no, people just like slave for you. Yes. Like, I don't know. Yeah,
1: totally. And I realize <laughs> that more and more now because, you know, my straight friends, you know, they still like the same things that like, we're still friends because we like similar things and, mm-hmm. you know, we're similar type of people. Yeah. And so that's a weird, uh I don't know, I'm trying to navigate that right now. It's like, oh, so I like this thing. It's really gay. What do you think? And they're like, yeah, I like that too. Everybody likes that. It's like, yeah, right, okay. So I just, there was just a laundry list of things I've been avoiding my whole life. Wow.
0: You know? Because you thought it was like uh, something that would call attention to your life. Sure, yeah, like a clue or a label or a a
1: flag, whatever you want to call it, you know? Yeah. Which now I'm like, okay, let's do all of that, Mm -hmm. you know? But it's it's funny because more and more, maybe it's also just being in my thirties. Like the people who are in my life are in my life Mm -hmm. and they're going to, they don't give a shit.
0: No. And it's also sometimes like you were saying, like your straight friends are like, yeah, we like that too. Like it's something that can kind of bring you make a stronger connection with an existing friend. Whereas yeah, sometimes like you, you will find as you're, Sort of stepping into your own and getting more comfortable with it. Like there are going to be those people who are, you know, you are realize that you have more differences and it's like harder to yeah you know, be friends. Yeah. yeah,
1: and I I think I have a, like a familial friend group We've known each other for so long. So it's like, but but in reality, we're family at this point. Mm-hmm. So it's like now I, I have this desire to make new friends and just like, you know, start a different chapter. Yeah. Which is, I have to, you know what I mean? It's just like, it just needs to happen.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of feel that way too. It's like you have your old friends, but then it's lot, it, it's just kind of, yeah, you like want more being yeah. gay. It's like, it's, it's not the same, but then for so long I've been doing the same things and been with the same people that it's. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, it takes longer to shed your skin that way or yeah, something.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Um, but it's, I, I mean, I commend you for making a, a film so like this that really exposes who you are so soon after coming out. That's a very scary thing to do. Yes,
1: it's a very scary thing to do, but it's, uh, it is this, the um, the level of like energy and I don't know what else to call it, but like um, there's something inside me that was just like, no, you're doing this. Yeah. And every decision I've made since then has been like, what? whoa. whoa uh, like I do something before I've been able to overly analytically process it. And it's like, I think me just like telling that side of myself, like, all right, you're not in the driver's seat anymore. Like we need to ramp this up. Yeah. And
0: you know. just like trust that it's all sort of.
1: Yeah. And not, I mean, you know, like. None of it matters anyway. So it's like, might as well. Yeah. Like just go for it. Who cares? Yeah. You know, it's way more fun that way. Ah, <laughs> like, I
0: like that. Yeah, it's true. How's the, how's the reaction been? Like how, have um, have friends of yours seen it yet? Or? Yeah. Most, okay. most
1: people have seen it. It's been very positive. Very, um, you know, when I wrote it, I thought it was just sort of like, not subversive, but I thought it was funny and biting and all these things. Right. Which it has some of that, but uh, in the end, it there's a sweetness to it, mm-hmm. and I think that's who I really am, even though I don't like that. you know, so it's like been interesting that that's the reaction I hear like it's really sort of sweet and like charming and like yeah. that. And I'm like, I had a great group of people that were just willing to jump in, like this guy Aaron, who did the cinematography. He's so good. It was gorgeous, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Just, he just... Especially those
0: shots of you walking. And I
1: like, mean, yeah. and and that, you know, was just a flippant idea I had, and I was like, can we make it look kind of like a comic book walking in silver, Lake kind of mm-hmm. thing? And he just, you know, he got yeah. it. And my co-director, Rebecca, she has an amazing eye. She's a painter and an actress, and she just... I knew I could trust her to be my eyes and ears when I was in front of people. Yeah.
0: You know what I Sounds mean? Sounds like a lot of creative people just having the same idea. Yeah, Power. just
1: jumping on board and like, and my best friend's a set decorator, so she... Oh, great. We, we did the whole apartment, which was my friend Evan's apartment. He produced it with us. Oh wow, like, look at that. It was
0: just kind of like...
1: Let's you know, just do it. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. yeah.
0: Great. So the fact that your first uh, encounter was like a grinder hookup, I... I feel lately like I've been on those like grinder and scruff and, and then I get really, um, sort of, I don't know what it is. I just, it, it's, it's it becomes an obsession almost yes. to like be on it. Yeah. And it's like a, it's almost like a game, like who yeah. can you get to? So I feel like within myself, I've given it this very negative, um, presence in my life. Like I'll delete it. And then like a couple months later, I'll be like, Oh, I no, I just, on. I just want to look at a man like, yeah. uh, so I've given it this sort of like negative, um, Assignment. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But for you and for a lot of people, I'm sure like now in this, uh, app driven, you know, dating world grinder, I'm sure is a lot of people's first, um, uh, first steps into the, their gay life. Yeah. So it's like kind of a beautiful thing. It's such
1: an easy, free bridge. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that was the scariest moment of my life. Being drunk at home in the middle of the night, like after working a long shift at work, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like 2 a.m. or something, downloading it, looking at these guys, taking a selfie of me, putting it on there, like Mm -hmm. not sure if to put my face or not. Right. You know, all that stuff. And it was scary. It was really scary because I was like, Blackout drunk, and it was 2 a.m. Like, that's like a scary time to
0: be vulnerable, but yeah, but it's also the time that it's like everybody wants to be, well, yeah, hook up. And, yeah, you know, and you're alone, and you're and alone, you're, yeah, and so
1: in that way, it's like such a positive thing, mm-hmm. and that's part of why I wanted to make the short. Like, just so you know, straight people and everyone, like, grinder has this kind of
0: dirty, dirty gauntry, stigma to it, yeah.
1: and it doesn't have to be that yeah having said that i've had the same exact experience that you're talking about more recently like after a year went by of that you know now it's just like constantly deleting it putting it back mm-hmm. having moments where i'm like checking it all the time you know being at work running to the bathroom just like seeing if anybody's just even talking to me
0: i know you know, like it's really uh it's really hard to like and I find that, like, even if I download, I'm like, okay, fine. I guess I'll, like, get on Bumble or something. Uh-huh. But then that just that just makes me, like, want to do it more. You yes. know what I mean? It's like... Oh, my God, yes. It's certainly an addiction.
1: I have all the apps. Like, yeah. you know, I have, like, the little folder on my iPhone, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And I've deleted some of them, mm-hmm. like Hornet and Surge. Like, I didn't really... Find those useful for me. Okay. And Jacked. I didn't think that was one for me. But like Grinder and Scruff were always there. And then I used the other ones, which I call like the straight dating apps. Yeah. Okay, Cupid, Bumble, Tinder. Yeah. You know, which
0: I I remember Bumble when it first came out, everyone was like, oh, this is the shit. Like there's so many hot guys on here. Yeah. And now when I, yeah, it's kind of just like Scruff in a way. Yeah. It's real sexual.
1: Yes. (laughs) Well, and that's the other thing is that. I don't, I have no desire to like put that out there in terms of meeting people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I'm talking to you and we're having fun talking to each other, then I'll send you pictures. Yeah. But like, I'm not going to put that as like my representation. Yeah. It's just not me.
0: It's so, yeah. It's so like lessons, but that's also part of the excitement of it. It's part too, of the excitement know?
1: of it It's part of what's fun. And it depends on what mood you are mm-hmm. and like what mood you are, what mood you're in. Yeah. I can get into these kind of more... I, I I always think of it as, like, my dark side, but it's, like, a good thing. It's funny to call it a dark side. But just this more overtly sexual mode of just feeling like, yeah, All right, I'm going to talk to some dude, and, like, I'm going to be a little bit more aggressive. and
0: Because you're, it's safer than just, like, doing it face-to-face. Face yeah, Yeah.
1: Yeah. I still, like, I talk about this in my story, but, like, I still can't, like, cruise dudes. Like, I... I try to, like, be open and available, yeah. but I really don't know, like, what I'm doing. Even
0: at a gay bar, I had a friend with me, and she, there was this guy, like, walking towards me, and she saw the whole thing happen. I was looking at him, and he made eye contact, and I freaked out and looked away, and she was like, I just saw you do that. She was yeah. like, why did you do that? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Like, it's still a very much, like, Oh, I don't want you to catch me looking at you kind of thing. Yeah, we all do that. Yeah.
1: It's like... it's like in textbooks, you know what I mean? Like that is what gay men do. Yeah. And it's so weird because, (laughs) but then I'm always thinking like, well, maybe I'm just, you know, I'm just not the alpha. So like, I need to find a guy who like sees me look yeah. away, but knows that I'm looking away. So obviously I I'm need kind to be of stressed off my feet exactly. <laughs> but then that's the reality.
0: And like everybody feels that way. Yes, and that's why I gave up bummer. because everybody's just with their friends looking around, yes. and everyone goes home disappointed,
1: yeah. and and you know, even physically, like that's been a huge thing, like figuring out where I land physically in this culture, mm-hmm. you know which there's really no answer. Yeah. And there doesn't really have to be, but you still feel like you have to define yourself. Yeah. Be a thing. I wonder if that's an LA thing. (sighs) Probably.
0: I had a friend who recently was like, she doesn't live here, but she was like, she was like, why have you, or I don't think she didn't mean it to sound as cunty as it does, but she was like, (laughs) why don't she was like, you're in LA. Like, why has it been so hard for you? Mm. And I was like, I don't know. And then I got very like down on myself. But it's like it's hard because it's because LA. it's fucking LA. Yeah. Like Because it's a rough place. There's to so people. many options. Yeah. Everybody is doing their own thing and yeah. yeah. It's it's kind of a nightmare. Yeah.
1: When I went to New York, I was blown away. Like and I think it was just like having my rose colored glasses on being in another place. And New York is very romantic to me. Yeah. Like I went in the fall and it was just Mm -hmm. like perfect. But I was in Greenpoint, and I swear to God, there were so many cute, normalish-looking dudes who were just hanging out. And like, I went to see um, Arrival. And do you remember that movie? The movie Amy Adams. Yeah. So I went to see it. Me and my friend Max were there, and everyone in the movie theater was gay. (laughs) And like in our demographic. Of age That's yes. weird I know I was like, It's not what? like it's Girls trip like... Yes I was like What is this He's yeah. like He's like This is just kind of What's happening In this area right now I was like I need to move here Because I'm never Going to yeah. get this in LA yeah. And it's true I'm yeah. not But I can't afford To move there And I'm not going
0: to like Try yeah. to start a career In New York I know That's a... <laughs> I came out in New York that's And it was Amazing it was like How old were you 24 24 24 24 Yeah 24 So you were out of college. I was out of college. I had like, I think I hooked up when I moved to New York. I think I had hooked up with like an girl and she was like an old friend. Mm -hmm. So I really wasn't, I was like very seemingly asexual. Like I was, I was just drunk all the time and
1: right.
0: (laughs) Angry. Yeah. Well, (laughs) it depends on on what I was drinking. Yeah. Um, No, just like having a ton of fun and like being numbing it really just like, knowing that the time was coming soon and just kind of not wanting it to.
1: Yeah.
0: And a lot of people are
1: like, um, you know, it's so interesting that you grew up in LA and all this stuff, but I grew up in Valley. So I grew up in West Hills, which is like super white, middle to upper middle class. Mm. Like the football team is the biggest thing. Mm. La, 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 la. Right. So it was the same as being in any other you know, town yeah. where it's about heteronormativity, being white, and like living that life.
0: Conservative. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I was always wanted to be an artist. I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to mm-hmm. dance. I wanted to do all the stuff, and I did it. But I was getting beat down, like not physically, but like you know, emotionally yeah. by people because of it.
0: Yeah. You're, you're like, like, I just want to do what I want to do. Yeah. yeah.
1: And what does this have to do with my sexuality? Right. You know, I mean, what. I, the stereotypes are there.
0: Whether it does or doesn't, it's like, I'm, I don't know. It's just so sad. It's like, these are kids. Yeah. It is sad. And yeah. it's hard
1: for kids that are are straight that are in that world that, you know, what are they supposed to do? It's, they get the same amount of bullying. Yeah. You know, my straight friends that are still in musical theater, some of them are on Broadway. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And they're still doing They love it more than I did. Uh-huh. You know? And they got bullied just as much. Yeah. It's, like, so lame.
0: Yeah. I you know.
1: And now, hopefully things are different now.
0: I guess it depends.
1: It depends where you are. Yeah. It, depends
0: it depends on your luck. It depends on other things. Is there any advice that you would give to either a younger version of you or someone now who... Either, like, someone as a kid or someone who maybe is in their late 20s who is like, Oh, fuck, what do I do? Like,
1: yeah. I would say two things. I would say... Tell somebody and just find somebody that, you know, it doesn't even have to be a best friend or a parent or whatever. Just tell somebody and you'll have the experience that it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. and that you're the only one who can live your life. So even though whatever your family situation is, wherever you're from, if you can find somebody to just talk about it with, then you're going to be ready to take the next step. Mm-hmm. That's where I think I went bomb if i just let it out let it out
0: yeah i agree then
1: somebody could have said okay well why don't you just see if it's true you know or or whatever Mm -hmm. or said hey either way we don't care we love you you know but just to say it Mm -hmm. is so important and then the other side of it is like just go try just go talk to a guy if you have a feeling of possible attraction Look, you might be fine. Everyone's on a spectrum. Like, you still should allow yourself to have whatever experience your body, yourself, is trying to have. Mm-hmm. You know, if you say no to it, it's going to create a block. And those just get deeper mm-hmm. and deeper and worse and worse and worse. You know? Yeah.
0: So I'd say, like, tell somebody, try something. Okay. <laughs> that's good. Nice. Very concise. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, great. So okay, where can people see your shorts? Um,
1: well, eventually it will live, I imagine, on the website, which is silverlakeafternoon.com. Okay.
0: Silver Lake Afternoon being the name of the movie. Exactly.
1: Um, but for now, we're just trying to do the whole fest- film festival thing. Cool. So, you know, you're not allowed to kind of show it to people. Right. Um, but we're going to have an excerpt from it on pride.com very soon. Okay. So that'll be cool. And, um... There's a trailer out there, 30 second like teaser trailer. Great. Um, and we're going to be creating content that's kind of similarly themed. So through the Instagram, which is also Silver Lake Afternoon. Everything's Silver Lake Afternoon. Okay. Um, which is very lucky. You don't have to put like a one or a three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Facebook, Instagram, the website. That's where, like, the sort of life of the film will be. Cool. Unless we sell it, which would be incredible. Yeah. Then I could make another one. Uh
0: huh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Keep going. That's yeah, so that's cool. The,
1: that's the goal.
0: Well, best of luck with uh, festivals and everything, yeah, and.
1: It'll be interesting.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. interesting because
1: there's the LGBTQIA film festival world, mm-hmm. and then there's just film festivals. It's like, want to go after both? Yeah. And, but in the regular ones, you're instantly seen as like, oh, it's a gay film. Mm-hmm. So it means maybe you get more of an entree because you're a minority. Ah. Or you get completely shut down because they're like, we're not interested in this. Ah. So it'll be... Still politics. Yeah, yeah. it's so political. Mm. And even for the, the like more gay themed festivals, it's like, is this movie gay enough?
0: Mm. What, what are they trying to say? Yeah, yeah. like,
1: like it, you know, am I subversive enough? Am I saying anything new? Is, is there enough sex in it? Like, uh, you know, is it sexy enough? Like,
0: yeah.
1: I'm very curious to hear the yeses and nos and all that stuff. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Interesting. Uh, next couple months. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, best of luck. And thanks yeah, so much exactly. for coming by to do this. I, I had a great time. Yeah, here.
1: me too. This was super fun.
0: Anything else you want to get out? Just uh, um, anything we miss?
1: No, I would just say that, like, being gay is the best thing ever. And it's hard, but it makes it better. I don't know. It's, like, a very intense, awesome thing to be.
0: Great. It's a great way to end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Michael. Cool there we go folks thanks so much for listening and thanks again to my guest michael osborne for coming on and uh, having a great conversation with me and you can find michael on his instagram uh, which is mr underscore osborne or his website is mr osborne.com and uh, he is screening silver lake afternoon at the silicon beach film festival on april 28th which is actually uh, about the day that i'm releasing this so uh run over there and grab tickets uh but it will be available soon you can check out all the trailers and stuff on silverlakeafternoon.com they had a couple great articles on out.com and pride.com and uh it's going to be really exciting so uh also their instagram and facebook is silverlakeafternoon uh so uh when you get time check all that stuff out and i will catch you soon have a great fucking week so grab a seat, let down your garden. tell us how you got your gay card. Tell us how you got your gay card.